Land Conquest. Handling incoming emails and texts. Incoming emails and text messages. Many sellers will respond to your offer by email or text message. Now, it's important to respond as quickly as possible to these leads as well. Some transactions never require a phone call and are worked out exclusively over email and or text messages. And in fact, those are really the best ones. Those end up being very efficient many times. And uh, yeah, so those people are serious. They want to sell. They're fine dealing with you know, electronic communication. And you don't need to get these people on the phone if they're, if they're comfortable in communicating that way. Lots of, lots of business is done through email or text message. And uh, yeah, there's, there's no reason to overcomplicate things if, if you don't want to. So, um, so how to respond to an incoming email or text message. Normally, a seller will send a text or an email and give you information on what they want to do. They may send an email that says, hey, I got your offer. I am interested in moving forward. They may have already like signed the offer and attached it to the email. They might say, like, what's the next step? So before responding, you know, definitely research the property and uh, compile a list of any specific questions that you may have about that property in order to move forward. So, you know, go through that seller script that we, we have in this level, and uh, you might, might want to alter it a little bit based off of what your initial research was. But I, I normally like to at least respond back with a few questions, let them know that we're interested. I just have these few questions about the property. Get as much information as you can because that definitely helps in your due diligence process. So, if you do want to proceed with the purchase, uh, respond quickly and wrap up the deal. No reason to wait. No reason to kind of, uh, you know, unnecessarily, you know, drag it along. If, if it's a good property and you're ready to move forward, then just get it wrapped up right away. Same day, you know, same hour if you can. Just, just get it wrapped up and move on. They're the most interested in putting together a deal at that point, and you should be as well. If you need to renegotiate the price... List why and tell them what you can do. So, for instance, that renegotiation script that we talked about. So, you might want to list out and say, hey, you know, this property is 50% wetlands and it's on the side of a mountain and it's, you know, there's a toxic waste dump there. Whatever the case is, let them know about all those features and then go back to them and say, hey, given all these things, what is the absolute best you can do? And then they'll respond and they'll let you know what the best they can do is or They'll respond and say, hey, I want the original offer price. Uh, but at that point, it gets that back and forth going, gets that dialogue going, and then you can kind of uh, hopefully come to an agreement that will work for both sides. It's very important to be professional in all your responses and ensure that there are no grammar or spelling mistakes. You know, if you have to use, you know, a program like Grammarly or something like that, then do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not the best writer there is either. So I use those tools like that. And it corrects a lot of the things that I write before. Before I send out the emails, I just go through it. And if there's things that it flags that could be written in a better way, then I take those suggestions and I do it. So part of running a professional business is projecting a professional image. So that's one thing that uh, that's super important is your grammar and your, your writing. And uh, with the tools that we have now at our disposal, AI tools and Grammarly and things like that, it's really it's really easy to to be a much better writer than maybe you are naturally, and that's okay. Just uh, just take that those extra few seconds and communicate in a professional manner, and it, and it will make all of the difference. Um, and then always have your direct phone number or email on your signature. So, for instance, if you're communicating back with them, um, it's good to have your 
you know, your uh, direct line so that someone can get back to you. Now, you don't have to give them your cell phone number, but you can have a different number that then will forward to your cell phone. So definitely recommend that. You know, some people will at some point decide that they want to get and talk to you on the phone, and that's okay. And so if you can if you can offer them that option, I think a lot of people will feel comfortable in that way. 